Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. A Dear Media original podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by KiwiCo. I am obsessed with this company. I truly won't stop talking about it. They sent us a box. It was essentially an experiment that you used with all these different food colorings and some vinegar and some baking soda. And you saw how the reaction went between the two. And then you mix the colors together and you try and figure out what the tertiary color is going to be. When I tell you that we spent two plus hours doing this. It was such a gift. It was so creative. Oliver had so much fun. It was also really bonding. And for anyone that is a parent, you know that having your kid really engaged for two hours is truly a miracle. So for all of us with kids, we've had them all summer. And whether we were out doing adventures or in day camps, Either way, you get home and we want to keep these kids off the screens. It's hard to do it. I certainly don't do it all the time, but it was really, really helpful to have this on hand. The thing is that if you want to create a project like this on your own, it takes a lot of research and buying a bunch of different things. This is incredible because it comes straight to your door. It's a monthly subscription service and they have ones for kids truly from infants all the way up to teens. Cultivate your child's natural curiosity and creativity with these hands-on projects every single month. You will be surprised by how high quality these materials are. I was shocked. Like they were things that we wanted to keep in our house. And these are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. Have an awesome summer with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code GOODINSTINCTS at kiwico.com. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com, promo code GOODINSTINCTS. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. I am so excited today because we have Maya James. I think she's amazing. She has the Instagram account, Give Me the Good Stuff, which is just a resource that I love going to. And it shows you like consumer products that have like, the best, cleanest stuff. So thank you so much for being here. Of course. 
I'm a big fan of this podcast. I'm so psyched. That's sweet. So, you know, when I think about you and I think about your online presence, I think about like just someone I trust who can tell us like what shouldn't be in our products. And I was wondering if just like right out of the gates, you could tell us a little bit about like what we should be looking out for when we think about consumer products. Yeah. I mean, you know, I started this business really looking at baby stuff because I had a new baby. This He's now almost 14. So this is a long time ago. And so I was really hyper-focused on what was safe for mostly like his skincare. It was like, what am I going to use for diaper cream and then wipes? And then it kind of like ballooned from there into cribs and mattresses and then ballooned from there into like, oh my God, what is my floor made out of? And my New York City rental that, you know, like, so... <laughs> you could worry about everything if you wanted to, like, it doesn't have to just be something you're buying, you know, the invite, you could really come to a place where every single thing in your life feels like a potential health hazard. And we want to avoid that, obviously. So I really try to now that I've been doing this for so long, focus on like, how do we try to control only those most important things? So I would still come back to like anything that's going on or in a baby, like any, you know, skincare and food, obviously, for the smallest among us, and then kind of working backwards and, and, you know, getting, I, I get, I work, I still worry about my kids most. This gets harder as they get older, you can control less. Yeah. And I think there's a lot more resources now than there were in terms of trying to find like, what exact ingredients should I be worried about? You can go to EWG, but that can also put you very quickly into a rabbit hole. So yeah. I really like, third-party independent verification, and they're increasingly available. So if you are looking for baby puffs, there's a clean label certification on some of those brands, like Serenity Kids has it. And so I find that really useful rather than having to read the ingredients on every single product, sort of saying like, who has some kind of third-party independent verification that this has this, this is meeting some basic standard of being clean? I mean, even just going into Whole Foods, however you feel about them, they do have certain standards, as does like Trader Joe's. Like nothing in those stores is going to have phthalates in it. Nothing in those stores, you know, when it comes to food and Trader Joe's, they think nothing has partially hydrogenated oils or high fructose corn syrup. Like they have some internal standards that, you know, might not be strict enough for everyone, but are at least kind of a baseline. And there's always greenwashing. So I think probably most of us already know like fragrance. If you're going to avoid one thing, yeah. if you're shopping for personal care, that fragrance can hold a lot of undisclosed ingredients in it. So that's one thing that I'm always like, okay, just start, start there, like avoid anything with a synthetic fragrance and that'll get you a lot of the way there. But I know it's really overwhelming. Like trying to read labels gets really hard, really fast, especially for parents. So well, I love that you approach it that way, though, because even the way you started this conversation was essentially like, listen, I think we, in order to live on Earth, we take calculated risks, you know, all day, every day with everything. And so yeah. I think it's really cool. You know, I get really something that's really scary and upsetting to me is like, you know, the the people who will like double down on stuff like receipts and stuff like that. It's like, yes, there are toxins everywhere. But if you start to really like go down that rabbit hole, you could feel like, well, then I'll just live in a bubble. And that's just not um, that's also not healthy. So I think it's really cool that you come at it from this place of like, listen, from starting with like the tiniest babies, we definitely want those people to have the cleanest products around. But like, obviously, as your kids get older and, you know, 
life changes. Like I talk about this story about how I like literally made all Oliver's food. I like made puffs. I like did bone marrow. I made puffs. I know, but like, it's insane. (laughs) And then I would take him to the park and he would like lick Pringles crumbs off the floor at the park, you know? So it's kind of, it's like, you know, we got to do what we can and what, what is worth it to us. And I think with that, you know, that's a certification that I think people could look to and be like, oh, great. Maya said that this was a good thing. The other thing is you have something on your Instagram that I love, which is like the okay stuff. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, are there things and can you share some things where I think, you know, you're not so worried about, like, it's okay that aren't that scary. Yeah, totally. And that's been, that's been a big part of what we've tried to do is, is find this, this sort of middle ground of like, we're still living in the world. And also, you know, it changes again, like I'm stricter with stuff for babies. Like I will. And also the the nice thing about babies is the performance of stuff matters a lot less, like mattresses, like some adults will be like, I just need my, you know, like memory foam squishy. I mean, a crib mattress, it's like cost is a real concern. But other than that, it's like, as long as it's soft, it can just be organic on Totally. And, and similar with like shampoo, you know, it's harder for us to be like, but I really want a deodorant that works. And I really want this lipstick that works. So the nice thing about babies is you can kind of have the strictest standards for them because it's easier to make a safe product than just please the baby. So that said, things that I worry about less, like a big one that I get asked about a lot is diapers. I think there's a lot of like alarming stuff about what is in diapers and from an environmental perspective, absolutely disposable diapers are bad and nobody has yet, like they're not really biodegradable. Like there's a whole issue from the environment. However, from a health perspective, as long as you're getting a diaper that is not like scented or you, you, like really basically the fragrance, again, is the biggest thing I'd worry about in a disposable. It's just something that I'm like, if you're looking, like there's a lot of okay stuff diapers is what I would say. Oh, I but love that environment aside, which we don't want to put aside, but just that kind of example, like if you're going with disposables anyway, which again, we live in the world, that's, you know, it's, it's a lofty goal to do exclusive cloth diapering. So assuming that most people end up using it with some disposables, you don't need to be like, oh no, my kid was in the hospital. They put a Pampers on them. Like that, that's, that's really lower risk. And also just anything that is used less frequency and on less large amounts of your body, right? Like if you're using a lotion on your baby, Every single night after the bath, I would say that's more important than, you know, they get an, an infected cut and you're like, I want to put Neosporin on this because I know that that's what's going to actually work. Sure. Does that have a bunch of petroleum products, but it's, you know, a one-time thing or a more limited thing on a smaller amount of skin, you know, stuff like that. You know, at some level, if you're following me, this is not an exact science. We do have rating systems, but at some level, I'm just sort of saying like, I consider this a negligible risk or worth you know, it's a, it's a risk benefit too. Like, is there, is there a safer product that works as well? And if not, maybe we're going to, you know, do the thing that isn't totally optimal, but we, we need to get X result or it's the only one my kid will eat or right. the only water bottle they will drink. Right. So heavy plastic or whatever, like that kind of thing. Right. And I think that that is really important, especially coming from someone like you. And I'm so glad you're saying it this way because that's the thing. I think it's like, have all the information And then I think part of being a mom and a parent, a huge piece of that is having that intuition and being like, I know it's like, 
you know what's best for your family. So you take you knowing all the information, decide what's worth it to you based on the cost and everything. Like, you know, for me, I realized like I was so extreme at the beginning. And then you're like, oh, certain things like that really do matter to me. And then I'm I thought I might be the person who like brings, you know like the candy he's having on Halloween and the things that they're giving out at parties and whatever. I realized yeah. that when we're outside, it matters a lot less. Like the criteria I have for my home is so different from how I would act at someone else's home. Because, you know, for me and my family, that makes a lot of sense. But I think the beauty is like you get to decide. And I think the the real value that you're giving is that like you in a really non-judgmental way are like, this is how I feel. It doesn't have to be that complicated. And I feel like you do it and you're really kind of this voice that I haven't seen before where you're like educating, but then it's so not scary and it doesn't feel like we're all like doomed. Yeah, but it, yeah, that's a lot. Well, because anxiety is, I mean, the toxic. Yes, like, it is. Like, like it is, I mean, for us, and I've, you know, struggled with anxiety my entire life, as I think a lot of women have. So, and becoming a mom just like amps that up. So I actually think the more I've learned, the less, my husband's like, you're actually so much less freaked out and uptight. Like I'm less yeah. uptight, you know, the cynical part could say, well, now I just know it's everywhere. So like, yeah. no, but that's, that's really not it. It's more sort of this sense of like, just what you said, like I'm choosing the priorities for my family. Nothing is guaranteed. I can't guarantee that something bad isn't going to happen. Um, but you know, if I, if I understand sort of big picture, I can pick and choose my risks. I should say, I'm really a big fan of like filtering your water and filtering your air, kind of with these blanket yeah. things you can do since we do know that like home, you know, there's plenty of toxins in everything. Yeah. Even if you're buying everything carefully, like the literal construction materials of your home. So there's really good, robust air filters, you know, filtering your water for some basic stuff. So then, then I'm sort of like, okay, we've, we've kind of like covered a big base, which is what we're breathing and, and drinking. And maybe we can like worry a little bit less about all the minutia that comes up every day. I love that. And well, a follow-up question with that. Are you filtering all the waters in all, all your showers and all your faucets or is it just like you're drinking water and... Just the drinking okay, great, water. Okay, great, 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 there's great, great. There's a perfect... You can get a whole house filter, but there's a perfect example of what we were just talking about. Yep. So I did put them on my showers at one point and what, I mean, there's just no way around water pressure issues with a shower, with a shower head filter, a whole yeah. house. Yeah. The source. And it was just not worth it. I was actually fine with it. My husband was not. <laughs> I wouldn't was, be either, to be honest. Yeah. And that was a case where I was like, you know what? Yes, I know there that you know. New York City water has chlorine. Yes, I know that when it's hot, we're breathing it in. Yes, I know that all the, your pores are always like, I, I know all the information, but at this point, is it worth like bumming out my husband? Like, let's keep him on, on board yeah. with all the stuff I'm doing. And like, I'm just, this is just not a battle I'm going to choose. So because again, I feel that what you're drinking is actually the most important. So I'm like, we're going to, we're going to get it out of the drinking water and I'm going to just be okay with the fact that we're showering in, in regular water. So yeah. So, but that's me, you know, other people might make a different choice, but that was, that was where we went with that one. That makes me feel so good because I did the same thing. I have a water filter just like that comes out of the tap, like right next to the tap. And I love it. I I haven't bought bottled water in a really long time. And I, I was not to like, you know, make myself sound like an asshole. But like I did used to, buy, you know, like I had bottled water that I would use. And then because it's there, oh, really? you kind of use it a lot. And yeah. I've been in this place for, you know, over two years and I ha- I literally haven't bought anything you don't need to. It's like really nice. And so it's just like an easy thing to do that's always there. 
Yes. And that's a good example of good for the environment and good for the, you like yes. intersecting. Like love it. often they do, but sometimes they're, they're at odds and then it becomes harder to make the call. But that's a great case of like, you're, it's it, water filters to me are like win, 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 win. Right. Like Super. There's really no sacrifice piece, which I love. Totally. So, it's like doing the essential right thing actually is best for me. So great. exactly that, that those are, those are the good choices. <laughs> so then with the air filter, are we doing that in like most rooms? Like walk me through that. So yeah, again, I prioritize the kids. So like their, their bedroom is the first place I got it. We have these Austin air filters and there are several other brands that do, that do a nice job of really clearing the air. Although they do collect, they do trap like viruses and bacteria. So during COVID, it was just another thing where I was like, those, those suckers on high. Yeah. So we started, we started and then the wildfires too. They oh also, yeah. Those were so bad in New York. I was really grateful for them. So yeah, I would say, you know, if, if you're starting with one, I would put it in the kid's bedroom because there's a place that they're definitely going to be for eight to 10 to 12 hours a day. And basically wherever you are the most and or wherever you think, if there's an area in your home, like a lot of people are now sounding the alarm on gas stoves, which is something that I'm a little bit head in the sand about because, you know, anyway, that's a, that, so now I, I have moved the one that was kind of in our living room over into the kitchen. So I would say Uh, kids and then probably kitchen. I mean, unless there's some other source of something that, you know, I think near the gas stove probably makes sense given what we continue to learn about how that's really degrading the air quality in most homes. Yeah, that's interesting. That is the thing. That is the thing where I'm like, listen, I cook a lot. I don't know that I'm going electric unless they make me. So yeah, same. I mean, we're again, it's my husband more because he's actually more of the cook, but I'm just like, (laughs) he likes all the high heat. Like, it's just not going to happen. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, and I'm or we don't actually have the right vet. Like, you know, there's ways to mitigate that. Right, um, right, right. For us, the, the filter being in there and at least on when he's cooking, you know, is, is the best we're going to do right now. So I love that because that makes me feel better. And I think that's helpful. <laughs> and I think that people really appreciate being like, what is the actual thing that you're doing? And again, and I think this whole podcast and the whole message is always like, I think the beautiful thing about hearing from anyone is like, you can be like, good for you, not for me. Like for me, I'm going to take this information and I'll choose what I want to do with it. But I think it's so beautiful to have someone that is so trustworthy and you just like, are in it for the right reasons and like do this really important work. And then it's not scary. And then everyone can decide for themselves. Well, that's why I love your whole angle. That's why I love this podcast too. It's because it doesn't freak you out about everything you're eating. I mean, I love what you said about aspartame, like all of those things. Because food, I mean, I don't deal with food as much, but that can be such a source of anxiety, especially for parents. And it's still is. I go to bed some nights being like, did they eat a single vegetable? Even less about me, but about them. Like totally. They've eaten and being like, oh my God. Like, you know, Googling like how much sugar, you know, ensures diabetes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, totally. Totally. Yeah. It's hard. And I think there's so much information out there and there's so much fear-based information out there. And it's not helpful because again, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect the, right. you know, there's a lot that we can't even control. So I think that's the thing. It never will be. And and then you're going to find out next, like, whoops, it was this, you know, I mean, but I, but I don't believe that means you should just be like, I'm going to ignore all of it and just assume it's a right. anyway. Like, I, I think you can, you can, you can sort of like, 
hedge your bets and stack the odds in your favor. Completely. And with that, I have two other questions. And like, if they're ginormous questions, maybe even we break this up into two parts, but I'm curious because I see it all the time. There's like the Prop 65 warning, which is everywhere, which then just feels like, what even is this? And then in terms of like EMF stuff, like, should we be worried? Is it just everywhere? That's what it's going to be? Like thoughts. Yeah. So Prop 65, I know it's almost, it was like best intentions. And you probably know this, that it's it's almost to the point of being useless. Yes. Like I, I, I almost just ignore it, if, if I'm honest, because you. You, there's really no way from seeing that to determine if it's something you should actually be worried about or not, as as it sounds like you kind of already know. So thank you very much. That really needs to be refined because as of now, it's like saying there could be something in the middle of this like core. Yes. You're never in and out. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty much to the point where I'm like, I just, I can't, I can't, there's no action I can take. I mean, that's another thing in, in my evaluation of like, is there anything I can reasonably do about this? Mm. And if so, maybe I want more information. And if someone once asked me when I was still breastfeeding, if like I would ever consider getting my milk tested for phthalates and things that, cause we did test some cow's milk a long time ago to see, to see sort of like if like raw milk versus, you know, organic milk, whatever, where the phthalate levels were. And that was interesting. That was the only foray into sort of like actually testing that we, that we went. Interesting. Um, and I remember saying, I don't want to, like, for me to find, I'm already like using phthalate free products, eating a clean diet, not microwaving food. If I come back and my breast milk is riddled with phthalates, is there anything I can really do other than freak mm. out? And the answer was no. So I was like, no, I would never, I would never, that's like information that I don't need to know because it's entirely possible that human milk is ha- is as contaminated as cow milk. Why wouldn't right. it be? Like we're living in this world too, but what am I going to really do with that? I so, think that's so important. That's a little, I feel about Prop 65 is yeah. what I'm saying. It's just like, what, I mean, what am I going to do? It's on everything that is sold in California, it feels like these days. So that's a quick, we actually have a more information on that on our website. That's okay. Great. To- to get to the EMF, because I do have thoughts on this one too, which is mostly, I feel like the EMF thing like might turn out to not be anything, which is really, would be such a relief, but also like all this time I spent worrying. Like I remember having babies being yeah. like, oh, I sat with my laptop on my, yeah. like all the stuff we did. I still kind of try to hedge my bets here too. Like I have a, a radiation, just like a flat thing that I can put under my laptop. I'm not saying I always do, but I do own it. And if I can use it, I'm like, yeah, why not? It's certainly not hurting. Used to shut off my Wi-Fi at night, just like a one switch, just because I was like, yeah, why not? But then I'm again, I'm like, I live in New York City. Like I am on sides. Like this feels like it is not moving the needle. Like every and and only getting more so, right? Like everything is connected. This makes Um, me feel so much better. So I've even kind of said, yeah, so and the the good news is it's not just you can't control it. When I looked recently, I did like another dive into all the studies. It's just like not really playing out yet that anything bad mm. seems to be happening. And like at this point, we've got a lot of data. Yeah. This. Like if there was some real smoking gun, I think it would be emerging by now. Yeah. Is hope. Like this is what I'm hoping. Yeah. Like, well, things, yes, might some people be more sensitive, like fine. But in terms of, you know, brain tumors and cell phones. It's like people have been holding cell phones to their ears for decades now, right? I mean, we're, anyway, so 
And there's certain studies like with a mouse where they put, you know, a thousand times what even a human brain gets right next to their head. And it's, you know, and they're like, oh, this, this group of mice had slightly higher glioma. And then they can kind of be like, oh no, you could try to extrapolate that. But the, but it's not very convincing, I guess is what I would say. My husband is a scientist. So I'm always like, read the study. There's nothing, it does not appear that it's like the cigarettes of our generation. That's what I would say, where it was just like very clear, like there's no ignoring the data. I think you are such a treasure. <laughs> Everyone, I think, is going to absolutely fall in love with you if they don't already know you. I think this is so valuable and important. And I would like you to come back because there's so yeah. many more questions I have for you. Where can we find you? Yeah. Give me the good stuff.org is our website. It's G-I-M-M-E. And then Instagram. I am not on TikTok. Are you on I'm like a lurker. So. I'm a lurker. I mean, I do have an account, but it's so it's big. We are on Facebook. We're on Facebook and Instagram because that's that's my age. But yeah, so Instagram is where we're most active, and then and then on the website, that's where the really comprehensive guides are. And there is something. There's I think we have some stuff on EMF, and we have some stuff on Prop 65, and and a bunch of other stuff. So thank you so thank much you so for much. being here. So nice You're amazing. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily. Today's episode is brought to us by KiwiCo. I am obsessed with this company. I truly won't stop talking about it. They sent us a box. It was essentially an experiment that you used with all these different food colorings and some vinegar and some baking soda. And you saw how the reaction went between the two. And then you mix the colors together and you try and figure out what the tertiary color is going to be. When I tell you that we spent two plus hours doing this, it was such a gift. It was so creative. Oliver had so much fun. It was also really bonding. And for anyone that is a parent, you know that Having your kid really engaged for two hours is truly a miracle. So for all of us with kids, we've had them all summer. And whether we were out doing adventures or in day camps, either way, you get home and we want to keep these kids off the screens. It's hard to do it. I certainly don't do it all the time, but it was really, really helpful to have this on hand. The thing is that if you want to create a project like this on your own, it takes a lot of research and buying a bunch of different things. This is incredible because it comes straight to your door. It's a monthly subscription service and they have ones for kids truly from infants all the way up to teens. Cultivate your child's natural curiosity and creativity with these hands-on projects every single month. You will be surprised by how high quality these materials are. I was shocked. Like they were things that we wanted to keep in our house. And these are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. Have an awesome summer with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code GOODINSTINCTS at kiwico.com. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com, promo code GOODINSTINCTS. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.